Welcome to ACS Memory Palace. I'm Kaylee Waters. Many thanks to Nate DeMeo of the podcast, The Memory Palace, for his inspiration behind today's podcast. There was an extensive time period in the United States where whites would use people of color to do their work for them. Slaves. Slaves did the work in the fields, took care of families, or did the housework. Their duties were endless until the Civil War granted freedom to slaves and allowed them to work for themselves and to live with families instead of their family members being sold across the country. Worldwide, we now have a month to celebrate the lives and hardships of those who suffered. February marks the month where we honor the history of those of color. We celebrate the achievements of African Americans and recognize their central role in U.S. history. The event was formerly recognized as Negro History Week. It shortly outgrew that name and became a much larger and respected celebration. It became strongly apparent that slaves began to grow industries and get things done faster and better around the properties. They were the reason for the rapid growth in the cotton and tobacco industries in the United States. After the states realized their capabilities, the slave market began to grow rapidly. It began with importing slaves from their home countries. People were kidnapped from the continent of Africa, forced into slavery in the American colonies, and exploited to work as indentured servants. They were stripped from their homes, abandoning spouses, siblings, and their own children. Their needs were no longer their needs. Their wants were no longer their wants. They no longer had a voice of their own. They now belonged to someone as a piece of property. They worked tirelessly, the intensity of the sun pounding down on their shoulders as they work in fields, rarely getting a drink of water to aid their dehydration, rarely earning a break from slaving away day and night. They worked more than 15 hours a day and were not given the right to an education. They were stripped of the right to learn how to read and how to write. Slave owners, at times, began to feel threatened by the slaves and their strengths. They would do anything in their power to make sure the slaves were aware that they had no power, no voice, no opinions, and no choices. Being hit with whips, getting beaten and branded, and being shackled were all part of the job description. Abusing them was a way of asserting dominance over them. Some were born into the life of slavery. Children often resembled a look of shiny bodies, plump bellies, and glistening ribs. As soon as they could walk, they were working. From crawling to walking, they were handed a shovel or a rake to make themselves useful. If not, they were instantly put on the market to sell, taking young children away from their parents and families to be forced into work elsewhere. This was what Sylvester McGee experienced in his years of slavery. Sylvester McGee was born into slavery and sold like a piece of meat at an auction when he was just 19 years old in Mississippi. He was sold by the slave owner of his own parents. Sylvester was bought by Hugh McGee. We never really knew his real name. Once you're sold, you take the owner's name and no longer keep your own. Personal identity is no longer something that they would possess. By taking their last name, it is a way to show 
that you are a piece of their property and you are no longer your own. Being a 19-year-old boy, you lift the heavy loads, you do the harder work, and take some of the hardest beatings. You work until you can barely move. You work until your knuckles are bloody, your body is falling, and your mind is drained, just so that the owner knows you worked hard enough that day. And they do it all again, day after day, until one day they die, or until they're sold again. Fear was a driving motivation for a lot of their work. The punishments were brutal, and they did everything they could to avoid them. Hugh McGee owned the Lone Star Plantation in Covington County, Mississippi. After being the property of Hugh McGee for less than a year, Sylvester was sold again to Victor Steen of Rankin County, Mississippi. Sylvester was tossed around and sold for a few years. He eventually grew tired of the life that he lived. He was tired of the pain, tired of the work, and tired of the treatment he received by serving his owners loyally. One night in 1863 changed the life of Sylvester forever. He ran away from the Steen Plantation, constantly hiding from anything that could get him into trouble. If he was caught or in the sight of anyone, they could take him, beat him, kill him, or bring him back to his owner. God knows what would have happened to Sylvester if he would have gotten caught. The night was dark. There was no moon out that night to cast light on his path. He ran through the bushes and trees that were swaying in the wind until he found a building with the front light on and said, Union Army Enlist Today, across the front with a big red exclamation mark. Sylvester eventually enlisted in the Union Army and took part in the Civil War. Sylvester goes on to say that he was 22 years old and all he had ever known was plowing, scraping, and picking cotton, sawing logs, and doing other things on a farm. All he had ever known were the scars on his wrists, his back, his legs, and on his hands. But 382 blacks and 500 whites were given long barrel rifles, a chance to save themselves and fight for the freedom they ached for for hundreds of years. All he wanted in his life was purpose and happiness. He wanted to be treated equally. He wanted his basic human rights. He wanted to live a life of happiness, not a life of fear and darkness. If he was working, he wanted to be working for himself. The Civil War became a test for McGee. He began to reflect on his life, his parents' lives, his ancestors' lives, the years of abuse and mistreatment, the times where they wouldn't even get enough food to function during a 15-hour day the times of being dehydrated and being beaten for asking for more water. He wanted nothing but to help the people who suffered as he did before his escape. The motivation of freedom for all was what earned him the life of a freed man after the Civil War. Sylvester McGee forever earned the name of the last slave sold. Shortly after he fought in the war, Sylvester returned to Mississippi as a freed man. He floated around from job to job, finally having the opportunity to choose what he wanted to do and find something that he was passionate about. He no longer suffered physical punishments and abuse in the workplace. In 1965, 
an amateur historian named A.P. Andrews went to Hadesburg, Mississippi to interview Sylvester. It was then that Sylvester claimed he was a veteran of the Confederate Army, the Union Army, and a former slave, which would have made him the last surviving slave. Andrews' interview with Sylvester received national attention. Stories about old slaves were commonplace, but one about the oldest slave, not to mention his army record, were of particular interest to the public. The fascination surrounding Sylvester began to grow rapidly in the United States. Reporters and magazines were itching to earn a con conversation with him. Sylvester lived a happy life of 130 years. He achieved his goal of freeing all who suffered the years of slavery. He lived his dream of working a job that he chose and earning proper respect from those around him. He lived a life with friends and family to care for. He was forever remembered as the last slave sold. February is Black History Month. Sometimes history seems as dry as dust. Sylvester McGee died in 1971. It was the year that the American people turned their backs on Vietnam. Richard Nixon was the President of the United States. Patton won the Oscar for Best Picture. All in the Family dominated the television airwaves. Disney World opened. Americans turned on their radios to hear national public radio for the first time. Tupac was born. Jim Morrison died. Charlie Manson received the death penalty. The Pentagon Papers were released. It was not that long ago that the man labeled the last slave sold died. <laughs>